0: Welcome to the He Said She Said podcast. Yeah. I'm I'm Tara Kerwin.
1: Well, my name is EJ Kerwin.
0: And today our topic is build me up. How to make our partners feel special?
1: Yeah, and actually, I, I want to appreciate Tara really quick. as yeah. She comes up <laughs> with all of the cute names for our podcast, like like build me up, yeah. which is like super cute.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Which is kind of a great segue,
0: right?
1: Uh, because appreciation is definitely a way that we can uh, yeah we can make our partner feel special.
0: Why is it important? You know, remember when you first meet someone. And you have the butterflies, and everything feels amazing. and like we can go out and do anything we want to do and conquer the world. Yeah, you know, part of that is newness, you know, and also part of that is chemicals in our brain, right?
1: Well, just like that, uh, that's fact that somebody that we are like blown away by is giving us their attention and, is, and yeah. is interested in us.
0: Yeah. And again, we go through this like euphoric love high, not only with just like the newness of the person. But with oxytocin serotonin dopamine you know so it feels really good and the hope is you know that the newness transitions into like a more deeper profound intimate relationship with respect and friendship again deeper intimacy um
1: yeah that we don't have to have that like natural high of the beginning of a relationship forever and and also that we don't have the expectation that it's going to feel like it felt at the beginning forever. Right.
0: The sparks and butterflies cannot last forever. Yeah. Or can they? Why don't yeah, we go yeah. into like habituation?
1: Well, let's talk, let's talk about like why it's important, right? Yeah. Why, why is it important to continue to make your partner feel special, right? Because we, we, we identified the fact that at the beginning, you don't even have to try, right? It's nope. just like, it it's, just happens. It's a yeah. natural part of the product process it's why we are attracted to each other is things are just going off inside of ourselves Mm -hmm. but we know that that we want to continue to make our partners feel great and we want to continue to feel great and we want to make our partners feel important and we want to continue to feel important so so why is that important Tara like
0: I mean I think it's I just generally, it's important because I want to feel connected to you. And I want to know that I'm important no matter how long we've been together and that, and that I'm special and that I can depend on you to kind of make me, I don't need you to make me feel good. But if you're like an added bonus in my life, that kind of, you know, lifts me up and inspires me and adores me and respects me like that just makes me feel really good. And I feel, you know, I feel safe in our relationship when that happens.
1: Yeah. And I, I think if, your partner is doing things to make you feel important. It you don't feel like you're you're being taken for granted. You know, yeah. you don't feel like you're an afterthought. And like we've talked about, and you know, and we'll continue to talk about in in other podcasts. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a million reasons that we end up getting pulled away from our partner, and yeah. where other things get our primary attention. Mm-hmm. And a, a ton of reasons why we you know. Why we don't make our relationship and our partner? We kind of just start to not,
0: not notice our person anymore.
1: Yeah. So so it's important to make your your partner feel important mm-hmm. because they deserve yeah. it, right? I mean, Tara, yeah. you deserve to feel important because you, you're you're amazing, you're beautiful, and you're, and and you're, beautiful you. and you're cool, you. and you're funny, and you're yeah. you know a ton of a ton of great things. And I, I mean, I'm your I'm your husband. I should. I should make sure you know that on a daily yeah. basis,
0: and uh, and ditto. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't always though, right?
0: Yeah,
1: um, it's okay. Yeah. Well, so so what were we going to talk about, to you? Where were we going to go from here?
0: I mean, kind of normalizing that this happens in all relationships—a process called habituation.
1: Yeah, habituation. You know, yeah. Do you want me to take that? Yeah, sure. Talk about so, I mean, habituation is basically the the principle that that when a when there's a certain stimulus. That happens over and over and over eventually we just sort of become desensitized to it mm-hmm. You know our reaction to that stimulus gets less
0: we develop as it tolerance. happens Yeah,
1: and that's you know that's kind of harkening back to just you know Whether it's just being in our partner's presence or if it's their kiss or even you know even even our, our sexual connection yeah. that. That it, when it happens over and over, it becomes something that we've experienced before, right. and our brain chemistry has less of a reaction to it.
0: Completely.
1: And and what we notice is that is that oftentimes couples mistake that yes for falling out of love. Yes. That, that like wow I don't have the butterflies anymore so I must not be yeah
0: love. we must we're, we're not supposed to be together maybe yeah. there's someone else someone else is maybe even making you feel more special than yeah. your partner is so there must be something wrong with us it's a signal yeah and
1: that's but, just not recognizing it, some yeah. some basic it's, you know some biology of, of being a human is there? and
0: and yeah and that this happens in relationships habituation and we just get used to our partner and again hopefully you know, ideally we would transition into like a deeper, you know, more intimate connection with respect and friendship. But mo- some of the times it ends up in like, you know, we just stop noticing each other, taking each other for yeah. granted. And then disconnection happens and then, you know, it yeah. spirals.
1: And that's a, a, and a downward spiral. I think that that's a really important thing to, as we identify the problem at the beginning, is that the combination of habituation of just just like sort of being in a relationship and 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 it happening over and over and over with complacency right which taking your partner for granted just assuming they're going to be there you put those things together and it's a bad combo right well
0: yeah like a lot of people do not have the skills or even the awareness that this happens in relationships Right, they have just these assumptions. Like it's just supposed to work itself out, and we'll always feel this way, and we'll always feel, you know, this much in love. And you know, relationship and love goes through ups and downs. It it's like a roller coaster. Um, but some indicators, some indicators of relationship neglect. Yeah. Right? Strong word, but it's you know, we all neglect our relationships at times. Yes. Um, insecurity in the relationship.
1: Yeah, like like i don't even know if you think i'm attractive anymore like if you're not if you're not interested in me and i can tell that you're just not on fire Mm -hmm. when we kiss
0: yeah
1: boy like what's wrong am i like am i not attractive
0: anymore um couldn't be true (laughs) even no i was thinking even just today like on our way back from the grocery store i was like are are you like angry at me because he hadn't said something about like maybe my new shirt that i was wearing or something and I was like, oh, God, he's just not that into me into, anymore. And of course, I can automatically restructure that thought and be like, hang on, Tara. Like, that's just some insecurity because you've got a podcast today and da-da-da-da. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's that little, like, nagging voice. Like, oh, he doesn't send me cute texts like he used to. I'm really, he's probably falling out of love with me or I'm not that cool anymore. And, yeah. you know, it's just, I mean, and, and, and they're little voices. They're not, they're very nuanced. But when they when you start to have them over and over and they build up, it can have a profound negative impact yeah. on your relationship, and, yeah. and that
1: sort of leads so that again, that neglect to your relationship, that feeling insecure, yeah, l- slides right into like a loss of intimacy. You know, mm-hmm. and when we talk, we'll, we, we'll talk again. Intimacy is something we'll hit over and over again. But you know, when we talk about intimacy, we're talking about a whole spectrum here. We're talking from from a kind word to to holding hands to kissing oh. to just all, quality
0: time together yeah all the
1: way to sex that yeah. that that intimacy are moments that are that are sort of private and connecting, and connecting. between two people yeah. and and certainly if you're not doing things to make your partner feel special there's a good chance that that your level of intimacy is going to is going to be decreasing
0: right because again the, the just that like little nuance like maybe gnawing in the back of your head like I'm not important anymore it it starts to build a resentment
1: yeah. Right. Yeah, resent- and yeah,
0: resentment. is so toxic in relationships, and most of the time, most of us don't even know it's growing and building. Yeah, you know, but it does, and it continues, especially if we don't have an avenue to talk about. Like, listen, when you send me a text during the day and tell me how much you love me, like that means so much. But we don't really go down that route. Mm-hmm. We're just like, uh huh. He didn't send me a text today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did not get me a present this week. Yep. He did not tell me he loved me. He has not kissed me passionately this week. Like you start to kind of, well, I don't know if you do, but yeah. <laughs> I do. So yeah. Kind of. I start to add up like, yeah, it's been two weeks. And instead of me talking to you about it, I just like let it build up and build up, build up. And then something happens and I'm like, we're just not supposed to be together anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It certainly builds up. It certainly builds up if you aren't doing things about it.
0: Um, and, and, and again, one of the, you know... I mean there's a lot of consequences but another bigger one is you know people who feel neglected in relationships often get their needs met then outside of it whether it's through an affair whether it's through an emotional or physical affair you know because other people are now making them feel good about themselves and and again it's 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 just such a subtle
1: process Well, that and that seeking Something outside of your relationship that makes you feel special can be, can be pretty, you know, profound and big, like, like an affair, physical affair, but you know, it can go all the way to the, to the other side of the spectrum where it's just like little things like, like you just like all your needs are met, met by being mom or dad.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: you just like, you just work is everything, you know, yeah. because it, because somebody at work makes you feel special because they, you know, they, they recognize how smart you are yeah. or, or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, you're
0: like, oh, that feels really good. Why doesn't yeah. my husband make me feel that way or my partner or my, yeah, okay.
1: So, okay, so we've identified now, we've identified why is it important to yeah. make your partner feel special. what sort of some of the just like basic neurobiology of, of, of why this happens, how complacency... Mm-hmm how like just sort of taking your partner for granted and just like not making it a priority leads to that, that lack of importance. And then right. the consequences. Yeah. So now, I mean, I think it's a, a great time to look at, okay, what are some solutions? solutions what, yeah. What, yes. are, what are some ways in which we can address this problem?
0: I mean, I think we'll just go the route we always go to. Always. The first step is setting up a way to communicate this to your partner in a way he or she can hear. Yeah. You know, um, you have to find a way to talk about these things where the other person's like, okay, right? This is this is about us reconnecting. This is about us, you know, enriching our relationship, right? It's not a blame session. It's not an accusatory session. It's not like that you're doing things wrong and I'm right. It's nothing to do with that. That's the most important piece that you guys agree that you're going to talk about the these things in a very, like, you know, collaborative way.
1: Yeah. I mean I think you know again it's something we, we come back to is it is it couples where couples are made of individuals, right? Individuals have different levels of tolerance and awareness of what's going on. Yeah. And so generally there's gonna be one person who's feeling a little more neglected, you know, who's
0: mm-hmm. who's
1: feeling less special. You know, and oftentimes yeah. that's the person who's gonna be the one who who, who brings it up.
0: Well, and, uh, yes. And it, so the yeah. question
1: is, how do I say it in a way that my partner's not going to get defensive about it?
0: Because the natural instinct, right? When we have unmet needs, the natural instinct is to blame the other person for not meeting those needs. You know, when we first met, I, you know, you would never intentionally not want to meet my needs, right? It, not out of maliciousness. It's just because we just didn't have good communication, and you had yeah. to get really good at saying what you need, um, so that so that the, the automatic thing you want to do is blame. Yeah. So it's really important yes. where you're again. That's just going to put your partner on the defensive. You know, so you want to just go in in into this type of conversation. You know about okay. There are some unmet needs in our relationship. How can we come together yeah. to meet those needs?
1: So let's say let's let's do our, our uh, negative. Sort of negative and positive way to go about it. So can I do the negative way or I'll positive? do the negative way? Okay, you can do time. the negative. Okay, way. so make it a good one. <laughs> make it a good one. All right. So let's see. Mine. I'm not feeling special. You haven't said a nice thing about me all week. All you do is criticize me. How are mm-hmm. you going to feel if I say that to you?
0: Um, defensive, angry, and I want to justify it, and I want to kind of let you know why I'm actually better than you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. this tit for tat kind of I'm thing. I'm coming at you. Like I'm going to come at you, yeah.
1: yeah. Now, now, the, the, the important thing is, is that um, what's fueling me saying it is the fact that I feel bad I feel like I, I don't feel I feel I'm feeling criticized and I'm feeling like the strengths I do have aren't being recognized right, right. but there's a heck of a better way to, to go about that right mm-hmm. and and so um, you know I what, what we would sort of coach somebody to say is yes. something more along the lines of of you know I I really you know appreciate it when you when you say nice things about me or you are you you know when you recognize the hard work I do around the house. Like mm-hmm. that makes me feel so special and, and you know, I just I think I need more of that right now.
0: And automatically I'm like, oh my gosh, of course baby and I'm so sorry I haven't been doing that. Like I recognize we've been so busy and then I, you know, I make I can or can't, but I make the conscious effort to like really, you know, be intentional about those needs that you just asked for. Yeah.
1: I think I think that a really important part about talking about when you're when you feel like your needs aren't getting met when you're not feeling special is that is it the times in which this is happening when you're feeling neglected you're going to be emotionally activated probably mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's going to be at a time where like you know just one more negative comment yeah. came in yeah. or maybe somebody at work said something really kind to you and, and it really brought into contrast how little of that you get at yeah. home and you have to be careful like you have to notice like wow am I like am I sort of like overreacting a little bit right now or is this or am I bringing in like a whole storehouse mm-hmm. of past resentments around right. this topic can I take a couple breaths mm-hmm. you know yeah. and can I, can I express this in a, in a you know a little more gentle way, you know, and again, that metaphor of, can I, can I say this in a way where it feels like my heart is open, yeah. you know, instead of coming in, pointing my finger, saying you're getting it wrong.
0: And just always remind each other, we're in this together. We are on the same team. Like we are trying to have the best relationship we can for us, for our family, whatever it is, you know, and, and it's always important, you know, to, to identify the obstacles, you know, like I, it's not, you know in our wiring to like constantly appreciate you know we are very much we focus on like negative and what's not going well and stresses in our life it's really not in our wiring to say oh you know what i want to like send out a loving text to my husband right now so you know we we have to do little things like setting reminders on our phone or again being super intention plus action equals result. How, what's one thing I can do today to like let EJ know that I am thinking about him, that he's the most important thing to me in this whole wide world, yeah. that our relationship is the most important. But you have, to, you have to talk about why you're not doing it, the barriers. You know. Usually that's because you're so busy and all these other things get in your way. But if you, if you make an agreement, right? Just, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna set up a structure so that doesn't happen, yeah. right?
1: And I think if you, if you get together with your partner, and you say, hey, let's, you know, let's, let's really make sure that we feel good about each other and that we're, you know, that, that, that I'm doing things that make you feel special and, and vice versa. And
0: yeah. if you
1: get on the same page with it, then the next thing is I got to figure out what it is that makes you feel special because what makes me feel special might be, might be mm-hmm. very different.
0: You might have different love <laughs> figures. Oh, we do actually. But I also have to get really good at identifying what makes me feel special and letting you know, because you cannot read my mind. No. And I I cannot assume that you just know, because you know me because we've been together for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, and and part of that is self-inquiry, like me thinking like, okay, like what can Tara do that's going to make me really feel good about myself? Um, But then part of it is we need to help each other. And this is a, a concept we talk a lot about, about being each other's. Greatest teachers is, yeah. is that I can I can be curious. and I can be like, "T like what? When you know what makes you feel like all warm inside? You know what makes you? Um, you know w- when I do it, what makes you feel fondness towards? Do you
0: towards want me to answer that?
1: Yeah, sure. Like what makes you feel really um, good?
0: Swiftering the floors, yeah, she you know that I, one. Yeah. I've I've told you, <laughs> many of our couples like when EJ swifters our floors. Like that is, like better than two dozen roses or anything else. Yeah. Like I just love that because I know that you know, you're thinking of me and that I like clean floors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just like this little thing that you do that makes me feel really good. Yeah. And if I were to ask you,
1: what makes me feel really yeah. good? Um. When when, you know, this is an interesting one. It's like when I give you a kiss, like when I see you and I, I come, come home oh, from real. being someplace, mm-hmm. yeah. or when I give you a hug in the kitchen or something, and I can tell, like, you take it in. Yes. Like, I can tell where, where it's not just like kind of a, okay, here, yeah, yeah here's a kiss back. but Because
0: that often happens. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, because we're busy, like, okay, you okay, know? honey,
0: I've got to make eggs, okay, yeah. shoot,
1: I guess, and for me, it's about, like, okay. it feels like you want my love.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: And when. And you told me
0: that, and I've been very mindful. Yeah. When EJ kisses me, like, I'm going to be as present as I can be in this moment when I probably have a thousand other things going on in my head. Um, And
1: and so, you know, in this case, you know, we've both identified, like, hey, this is what makes me feel special. This is what makes you feel special. Okay, then how do we make this like a collaborative effort? Right.
0: How do we set up the structure? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, can I remind you? is that okay or does that feel like I'm pestering you?
0: Yeah, I, I like reminders Yeah, very much so. I have a
1: hard time with reminders. I get yeah. defensive sometimes, you know, yeah. and, and we definitely, you know, n- notice that it, in our couples <clears throat> is that sometimes those reminders for one person feels mm-hmm. feels really like, you know, they get guilty because they're like, oh, I screwed it up again. So, um, yeah. but I'm working yeah. on it. Yeah, I'm working on that.
0: I mean, words and action, right? So just... Some things that people can do, compliments, you know, appreciations, planning a special date, even a surprise, Um, random acts of kindness, cute texts. I mean, we could go on and on. Those are just a few, you know. Um, Ooh, one important thing. Again, this kind of goes back to habituation. You know, sometimes you come home from work and you're, like, telling your partner, oh, thanks so much for cooking dinner. It's like, yeah, I've heard that, like, a thousand times. (laughs) It doesn't really mean much. But if you were to be, like... You know what thank you i know that you know i've had a really hard day at work and that you do all of these things for me to try to have dinner ready when i get home and i yeah. really appreciate that just like adding on that extra uh, few words can mean everything yeah. yeah and
1: and i i think another just like overarching thing you can do in your relationship that makes your partner feel special is when you are truly present you yes. know we we definitely in we have a lot of things in this world and in this life that distract us. Yes, many things. You know, I mean, we can't tell you how many, you know, couples we see, you know, out to dinner, both on their phones. You know, you know, you're, you're supporting your kids. You're wor- finishing that one thing up at work.
0: Mm-hmm. But if you can
1: just make the effort. To really be present yeah. with your partner yeah. a few times just a day. Exactly, where you really just a few times a listen. day. We're
0: not saying twenty-four-seven. That's impossible. Yeah, no.
1: and your partner will know, right? Yeah. If you're making that intentional effort yeah. to set everything down and really talk to them, that will, yeah. That will get through one thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. All right. Cool.
0: All right. All, All right. Great. So do you want to move into? Yeah, let's do. Want to do our,
1: our questions from our audience? These are always exciting. We, uh, if you ever have any questions. Uh, you can always send questions through Facebook at uh, He Said, She Said Counseling, and please like us there as well. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, it's at He Said, She Said Couples. couples. Yeah. Um, so I'll do the first. Is that cool? Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, let us see. Okay, the question on Facebook is... How do you rebuild trust if your partner has gone outside the relationship? And that's, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about that.
0: Um, Right. I mean, that's, you know, that's, it's a a difficult situation that a couple, right, faces when that has happened. Um, For the couples that we have worked with, it's about, you know, first of all, kind of stabilizing after the affair has happened. A lot of stabilization. And when that happens, I'm starting to talk about why, what needs might have been unmet in the relationship where one of the partners went outside of the marriage. Um, and then just like really doing a reflective process on the, you know, who they are as, as a person, what their relationship has been like forgiveness and healing and what that looks like i mean i know i'm kind of getting really general but i mean i think we could spend like a few hours yeah i mean i think
1: i think and we will we'll have a whole podcast or or two on on this because it's certainly something that that uh, that happens in relationship um you know i I would say that absolutely it's a time where you got to go get some support you got to get you got to find a good good couples counselor Mm-hmm. um because because it's such an emotionally reactive topic and there's so much suffering hurt you know around it so so finding a a, a really good counselor a, a that, couple, that both a of you counselor connect right
0: with. that can create emotional safety in the room where you guys can talk about really difficult things yeah. you know that's that's the first part yeah. for sure I mean
1: I I would definitely say like hey maybe like in answering this question we can't give you like hey here's the here's the solution to that but what we can say is that we've worked with couples who've made it through it
0: Very and who've, so. who've
1: actually come out the other side stronger
0: than they've than they, than yeah.
1: they than they've ever been.
0: Yeah. And, and it just, it took both people wanting to really like give it their all. Like this does not feel good. Like this is not yeah. what we wanted to happen. It was not, you know, anybody's Fault, it was just like a, a symptom yeah. of some unmet needs in the relationship, in the and marriage. Just, just whatever patterns,
1: it was. you know, patterns in the relationship yeah. that, that, that were not healthy. Yeah. And, uh, and you yeah. know, so yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. It is. We um, could
0: spend lots of time, but again, we're going to be having a couple podcasts on this yeah, too. So, but yeah. please feel free to leave some comments, ask more questions, and we'll we'll try to answer them as, as best as we can or give our feedback with yeah. our podcast.
1: Want to do the uh, Instagram, oh, Instagram question? Instagram question? Yes. Yeah.
0: Alrighty. righty. Okay. Our Instagram question is, this is great. Uh, what are some ways to connect with your partner when you feel distant? All right. Again, so many things we could do. Um, again, I, I think talking about it. Right. Talking about that there is distance, that you recognize it, that it doesn't feel good, that it's nobody's fault, that you know, maybe you guys have just had a really busy week, busy month, busy year, maybe you just had new babies, maybe you just went Can I can I just give like a clear like
1: one we do with most couples and is create a check in time.
0: Oh yeah. That's that's something almost every
1: every couple and you know, and especially if you're feeling really disconnected is like for like a week or two, say like every single morning and every we're going to wake morning. up yeah. and we're going to have a cup of coffee and we're going to we're going to say how we're feeling today and we're going to set an intention for us today like mm-hmm. like I would set the intention that like you know I'm going to really I'm going to try to reach out to you a couple times during the day and just let you know how how amazing you
0: mm-hmm. are. And my intention would be I'm going to really appreciate when you do reach out so I can reinforce that behavior to see more of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean so so creating some routine that's going to connect you at one point during the day Mm -hmm. and then give you an ability to sort of stay glued to the idea that 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna foster this connection right you know for a little bit i think that's a a totally like actionable tool have a Mm check-in preferably at the beginning of the day where you let each other know how you're feeling and you set a really positive intention together i think
0: i think that's great i think there's also some playful resources too like uh Love languages, the book. Yeah. You can kind of identify what your love language is because usually it's different from your partner's and talk about ways, you know, like mine's acts of service. So like when E.J. is the floor and we does, you know, like when he does recycling in the garage, like those things are so much more meaningful to me than gifts, you know, yeah. or, or even words, like yeah. I, mine's acts of service. But in really knowing what your partner's love language is, you know, again, it, it kind of puts... Yeah. Puts deposits in the bank, if you will. There you go. Yeah. All right. And there, and there's also one more thing. Um, a lot of different games out there on Facebook, like a couples tabletop questions. That kind of get you get to know your partner again, and you're curious about the book of if. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different things we can. If you want to have any more, you know, if you want more of those resources, we can give those to you guys.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, again, if you, yeah. have a, if you have any uh, questions you'd like us to answer uh, during the podcast, please uh, message us on Facebook at He Said, She Said Counseling and on Instagram at He Said, She Said Couples. Couples. Yeah. Yeah. And Thanks for uh, listening today. Yeah. Please, uh, please rate our show on Apple, uh, on iTunes and on Spotify. Yeah. Um, my name is EJ. I'm
0: Tara.
1: And uh, it's been fun talking to you.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Our theme music, Me and You, was written and performed by Barry Lewis Polisar.